Welcome to our Clothed with the Sun daily podcast, our reading and meditation on the gospel of the day. I am James Thomas. Today is Wednesday, December the 6th, 2023, the 3rd no, I'm sorry. It's the first week in Advent. It is Wednesday of the first week in Advent. It's also the Feast of St. Nicholas. And I still have a little cold, so please excuse that. Our reading today is from the Gospel according to St. Matthew. At that time, Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, went up on the mountain, and sat down there. Great crowds came to him, having with them the lame, the blind, the deformed, the mute, and many others. They placed them at his feet, and he cured them. The crowds were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the deformed made whole, the lame walking, and the blind able to see, and they glorified the God of Israel. Jesus summoned his disciples and said, My heart is moved with pity for the crowd, for they have been with me now for three days and have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry, for fear they may collapse on the way. The disciples said to him, Where could we ever get enough bread in this deserted place to satisfy such a crowd? Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? Seven, they replied, and a few fish. He ordered the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, gave thanks, broke the loaves, and gave them to the disciples, who in turn gave them to the crowds. They all ate and were satisfied. They picked up the fragments left over, seven baskets full. So, lots to talk about today, but I don't want to go too long because I'm not feeling that great. I think our theme here needs to be, <laughs> there's always so many themes and the Lord does so much. The Lord is so smart. I always like to say he does things on multiple levels here, but he is telling us that he provides for us. He came here not just to die for our sins, although that was his main task, to die and to rise. He came to unite heaven and earth. He came to bring us to the Father, all these amazing things for our salvation. But also he came to heal us. We believe ultimately in the resurrection of the body, that our bodies will be made whole once again. Some of our saints have never decayed. Once again, you know, the, God, the Lord gives us all these little signs of what the future holds for us. Even the Eucharist, we say it's the reality, the body, blood, soul, and divinity, but it's also a sign and a symbol of other things to come, <laughs> such as being with God forever in heaven, such as bodily integrity, bodily healing, uh, the, the wedding banquet of the Lamb. All these things go together, union of body and soul with of us with God. And so it's important when Jesus is curing the body, it's not just to get our attention to draw us to bigger mysteries, although that's part of it, but the body is important. The healing is important. Him touching us is important. Him pointing us to the larger realities and him showing us how much he loves us. These are all part of the reality. We pray for healing. In fact, I'd ask everybody right now, and if you hear this today, pray for a very special intention of mine, somebody that needs a great deal of physical healing. I mean, I can think of a dozen others too, but one in particular where there's great need of physical healing, but also while the Lord has already performed some miracles in regards to this person, 
and we see his miracles all the time, it doesn't mean he's going to give everybody 100% healing while we're still in this life. Ultimately, we are all meant for death from this particular life. We're meant for eternal life in the big picture. Um, but still, you know, the Lord can do what he wants and, uh, it's just all part of the plan. We're living in a day and age where there's lots and lots of healing going on. There's there's chaos on a political leadership level, and yet there's miraculous happening all around us when it comes to prayer, when it comes to true believers. And it's because the body's important. It's because God loves us. It's because the Lord intends us to heal. This is part of our salvation. Salvation happens in the body. Yet, this reading isn't just about the healing. I mean, it's amazing, though. Jesus is surrounded by all these good people that just want to be with him, want to be near him. He feels pity for them. He heals them. He loves them. And then he feeds them. So God provides. There are so many stories, and it really is the norm. This is what we have to understand. With the healing as well as with the providing, this is meant to be the norm of Christianity. We talk about it like it's out of this world, but that's because in the world today, there's no faith left. But when we have faith, this is the norm. God provides for our outer needs and God provides for our inner needs. He gives us peace. He gives us confidence. I can think of so many times in my own life and in my own family when there were particular needs that we just simply put into God's hands and he provided financial needs being taken care of, sometimes even to the exact decimal point. When my father was getting sick before he died, there were numerous times when he shared with me stories that he needed this and that and he didn't have the means to get it on his own and he prayed and let's, I mean, I'll just give you an example. Somebody sends him a bill for this exact amount of money and he says, Lord, I don't have that right now. Lord, please provide that for me. Because he was learning to pray more and more towards the end. He was opening his heart more and more. And in the mail comes a check. Oh, yeah, I forgot I owed you this. And it was the exact amount of money that he needed. And for myself, with my own just uh, <laughs> transitioning from one thing to another, uh, trying this and trying that, and then needing this and needing that, and the Lord provides which is why we should always pray, Lord, your will be done. Show me what your will is for me this day. And even if it sounds like it's crazy, it seems like it's difficult, we learn to trust more and more. If he wants it, he's going to provide for it. He's going to show us, oh, this is how you're going to do this, and I'm going to be there with you. And I'm going to make sure you have what you need. This is the feast that we celebrate today, St. Nicholas. God provided for his people through St. Nicholas, and it brings with it a beautiful story, a story of this man who was a loving bishop, a loving shepherd of his people who provided for people in their uh, needs, in their poverty. Uh, and it had to do with putting money and gifts in people's homes late at night when they weren't looking, when they were sleeping, putting things in their stockings that were washed the night before and hung by the fireplace to dry <laughs> so that when they would wake up to put their socks on, they found the money that they needed, the gifts that they needed, etc. Uh, the beautiful tradition that we have of Santa Claus comes from this loving man uh, and what he did for his people. 
And once again, it's in the spirit of the Lord. The Lord provides. Sometimes he uses our bishop. Sometimes he does not. (laughs) Sometimes he uses uh, whoever, different people in our homes and in our families, different people in our lives. And sometimes God just does it directly. Um, But it is the mystery of divine providence. God said that if he can provide, Jesus said, if he can provide for the flowers of the field and the birds of the air, we are so much more precious than those things. He will take care of us. He will give us what we need. Yesterday, while I was lying homesick, I watched a recent movie by Ignatius Press. I highly recommend these movies that have been made by Ignatius Press. In the, and I don't know if they originally were made by Ignatius. A lot of them are foreign films, but they were put out by Ignatius um, and translated into English. Um but this was on St. Ignatius of Loyola, recently made. I've never seen it before. It was outstanding. I mean, it doesn't tell the whole story, but it was very well done. It was very good. And one of the things that really struck me was just, you know, when he had his conversion and he left his wealthy family and he left his life as a soldier where he was a hero and everybody loved him and he had everybody provided for him, he went out into poverty. He wanted to follow the example of St. Francis. And so he suffered because of his poverty. He struggled. He begged. He struggled with his health. He also gave away a lot of the stuff that he was given. So therefore, even though he could have had what he needed, he chose to share it with others. But the Lord provided. The more, see, God can't be outdone in generosity. It's like a competition. The more he gave away everything he had to the poor, the more God just kept giving him more and more and more. He sent him these wealthy benefactors that met him on the street <laughs> to just say, hey, I got, I've got, i got your back and, and all these poor people that you're providing for, I'll help you with them too. Uh, so it's an amazing story. Generosity is contagious. God provides. The good spirit, the Holy Spirit that exists in Jesus, in Mary, in us, in the church, hopefully in us, if we turn from our sins, that Holy Spirit is more powerful than the spirit of the world. It's more powerful than the spirit of need, the spirit of whatever, sickness. It's more powerful. God's spirit loves us, and he will take care of his own right into the last day. So let us be hopeful on this feast of St. Nicholas that we have a loving Lord who sees us, he knows us, he knows when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake, he knows when you're guilty of the uh, Arian heresy. It's a little bit of a joke, not entirely though. St. Nicholas was uh, an important figure in uh, overturning the Arian heresy in the early church. It's another important fact about his life. But the Lord is much bigger and better than Santa Claus, although we do love the uh, tradition we've been given by this great saint. Um. And anyway, God will provide for our needs. So rest in peace. No, I don't mean death. I mean, but rest assured, be at peace that God is with us and he loves us and he is our shepherd and he will always provide for us. Have a great day. God bless you.